What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. Let me just say, I'm so excited to be talking with you. If you're new, hi, my name is Paige. I am your host of The P Project. Welcome. I'm so freaking happy to have you here. I am like riled up this week. This episode, it's going to be good. It's going to be juicy. Anytime we are breaking down reality TV, like I am here for it all. Obviously, this is not a Bachelor podcast. It won't be, but I feel like it is just my duty It is my calling this week to chat about this season of The Bachelorette because like what the heck is going on? There's so much speculation, so many rumors. I feel like there's just going to be so much drama. They always say this is the most dramatic season ever. Like, okay, I've had enough of Chris Harrison saying that, but I am actually like so intrigued to see what happens. I don't know if it's just because we're in just like different territories because of COVID, because they kind of had already started this season and then went on pause and now it's resumed. And now apparently Claire was talking to some of the guys while she was in quarantine, supposedly, that is not confirmed. Like, there's so much to break down. This episode is gonna be good. Like I said, this is not a podcast that will be talking about The Bachelor or Bachelorette a lot, but like, sometimes I just feel like we're gonna have to break it down. We're gonna have to chat about it. And I am devoting this entire episode to chatting about last week's premiere of Claire's season of The Bachelor. Bachelorette, I'm gonna break it down, give you my honest opinion. As I was watching it last Monday night, I literally was taking notes on my phone of like the first thing that would come into my head as each guy walked out of the limo. So we're gonna break it all down. I'm gonna give you my honest opinion of all of the guys, kind of just my initial thoughts of the season, what I think is going to happen. There's been obviously, like I said, so much speculation. So I am just like so excited. If you know me at all, you know I am a true reality show fan. And And The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, this is my jam. I've literally been watching The Bachelor, um, like, franchise, I guess, all of the, um, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games, Bachelor Pad, like, I have seen it all. I started watching back, um, what season was it? I think it was the first time I started watching, I don't know how old I was, probably pretty young, um, with Jason Mesnick's season. That was the first season I ever watched. I remember so vividly. Um, I watched with my stepmom and her sisters. We were like on some family getaway and we had to watch the finale. And that was literally the first one I ever watched. If you watch the season, you will know. Um, He ended up like proposing to one girl and then after the final rose he changed his mind so it was a juicy juicy season that was like the first time that ever happened um before like I guess Ari did it but yeah that was like it hooked me in 
back in the day. I don't know what year that was. Anyways, I'm really getting off topic, um, but I've just been such a fan of The Bachelor really ever since. I feel like it's just become a fun thing. Me and my friends got into doing. We would always um, hang out, have like a girls night, literally every single Monday night, watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette together. Anyways, just like lots of good times, lots of good drama, lots of good TV. So let's get right into the episode. I am so excited to break this down. I want to hear who your favorite guys are of the show, what you guys think. Be sure to DM me after you listen to the episode. Like, let's freaking chat about it. I'm so, so excited to get into this. Like, let's just, let's just roll the intro because we got lots and lots to talk about. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paige, and I created this podcast to build a space where you can come and feel good about yourself, learn and understand just how worthy you are of living a life you're so excited about. Here's the deal. I promise to keep it as real as it gets and every week discuss topics that are going to help us all get through life together. I want to talk about our passions, identify our power, and living out our purpose. This is The Key Project. All right, let's get into it. I will be fully honest. I feel like the first, like two, three, sometimes even like four or five episodes. I'm not usually like super excited about the season just because you're kind of like getting to know the contestants and it just like isn't as like personal yet. But I do love um, the first episode. I like to kind of like get to know um, the guys, see what we're working with. And I was like really, really excited for this premiere specifically. I feel like I was so excited for Claire to get the chance to be the bachelorette I remember her on Juan Pablo season and I always just like really liked her as um, a contestant I feel like she was just she's always just been like that strong independent woman she obviously is older than a lot of the past bachelorettes so I just knew this dynamic of this season was going to be different to begin with once they released her um, being the bachelorette so I was always excited for her season but then just with how things worked because of COVID COVID. So back before everything happened um, with the pandemic, all of her contestants got released like they usually do. They will kind of release all of the contestants out to the public so you kind of can get to see um, what to look forward to, I guess. And I usually never like look at the photos, look at their bios or anything like that before. I like to really have like the first impression be as they come out of the limo. So when they first got released, I don't know, maybe back in like February, early March, I can't really remember. I didn't look at them, nothing like that. I was just excited because that's a sign obviously that the season is about to start um, filming. And I was like, so, so pumped to just know that we were going to be getting um, a new season very, very soon. Then obviously the pandemic hits, everyone gets sent home and everyone is in lockdown, full on quarantine everywhere. And they announced that they haven't continued with the season. Obviously they had to shut down production and everything was just like kind of put on hold. This is kind of where a lot of like 
speculation started, I guess. Um, and there was like a lot of rumors because then they released that they were going to be starting up production again. Um, and then there was just like all this crazy drama behind the scenes. There was like all this speculation, like I said, um, that Claire had been talking to apparently one of the contestants and then now that they were filming then there was this speculation that Claire Quinn and then they had to bring in Tasha and then I don't even know like there was so many other names being brought into it Becca was apparently seen by tabloids um on the filming so it's just like no one really knows even today like we really don't know how this season is going to um, like play out, I guess, but that's just kind of like the mindset I went into watching last week's episode is just like no one knows what the heck has happened, what's been going on, and I mean, I was just like so excited sitting down Monday for the episode to actually start. So, my first real kind of just like reaction was that oh yeah they're not actually in the normal mansion which I I didn't even really like think about that but in case you don't know the mansion that they filmed The Bachelor in and Bachelorette um, is actually a family home in LA and a family actually lives there and they rent their home to The Bachelor franchise for just like those couple weeks that they film like twice a year until they start actually like going out and traveling for the show so an actual family lives there that is a family home and that family obviously moves out for those couple weeks the crew comes in restages the entire house like we see it every season um on the show so my first reaction was oh my gosh they can't film in the actual normal mansion that they normally would because this family is living there because of COVID. Like they have nowhere else to go. So they have to, it looks like they're filming at like a resort, um, which was interesting. So first, that was like my first thought when I watched the show, I was like, oh, I totally didn't even take that into consideration. Um, so I just thought that was like very, very interesting. Something else I thought right away too, I feel like everyone has always said in the past how like strange The Bachelor is and how you go on a show to find love and it's just like this very like not traditional, like it's not the norm. That's not usually how you would meet your forever person, right? And it's so funny because now I feel like this is the most normal way to date someone that we will see for like a while. Obviously dating in like this COVID world is so weird, like <laughs> so weird to meet someone is just like so, just like so strange. You don't know where they've been, like you're going on first dates with masks on, like dating in 2020 is very weird, probably still in 2021. Like who knows when we will get back to just like, having trust in another person like oh good gosh that's like a whole nother topic but I just thought it was so funny because I'm like no like they're being tested obviously they have to be negative for um COVID in order to be on the show so they can actually like 
kiss and not like be worried. I don't know. I just thought it was like so funny. They're able to like meet someone normally without a mask, no worries in the world. It's just become the most normal way of dating in this COVID world. I just thought that was like very interesting, something I thought um, as I saw them pull up and they like didn't have masks on. I was like, how interesting how the roles have reversed. Now people are going to look at The Bachelor and be like, oh wow, that's what dating used to be like. How nice is it? opposed to the way we have to date now. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just thought that was like so interesting how the roles have really reversed. Okay, so then they take us kind of on this like behind the scenes look at really how the season had played out. Like I kind of mentioned before, how they started the season. Um, and then all of a sudden everyone goes into lockdown. I feel like they didn't really show like what we wanted to see. They kind of just like showed Claire in her house struggling as we all did um, and as we all are still kind of struggling with being in isolation and they kind of just like it was just like weird. I, I like the behind the scenes. They kind of started doing this a lot more with Colton season. You kind of saw like their conversations with the crew and the producers more like I liked the behind the scenes but they just did it in a weird way I feel like with this season I wanted more and they didn't show me what I wanted to see like they showed Claire in her house laying on the couch with her dog like I don't know it was just like kind of interesting and then she was like oh, today is day 22 of COVID and then all of a sudden she was like getting the call that they were going back to filming. I don't know. It was just interesting. And then they showed all of the guys having to be flown out or they were driving to the location and then they had to be like quarantined and tested. Like, I don't know. I just found it was really weird. I feel like they could have told us something about the guys um, before they showed us them being swabbed up their nose. I don't know. It just like felt weird. I was like, I don't know what this guy's name is, but I know that his left nostril is bigger than his right. I don't know. I just was like, this feels so weird, kind of awkward. And I didn't, I just feel like it was like a boring way to start off the season. But I mean, they gave us a little bit of behind the scenes. So I guess they did the best they could. Then Chris Harrison kind of has like this like deep heart to heart chat with Claire. She kind of like tells you a bit about her story, her struggles with dating. Um, I kind of thought this was like very overdone in my opinion, but there were a couple pieces that I like really loved. My mom was like crying on the couch. I was like, mom, pull it together. Um, but I really, really liked some of the things she said. I feel like she just showed like how intelligent and deep she is. Like she really, really is serious about this. And I thought that was like really nice to see. A couple of the things she said that like really stood out to me and just like reminded me like why I love Claire and why I think she's gonna be like such a good bachelorette. She said, I'm proud of you for trying again. I'm ta like, talking about herself in third person. And um, then her and Chris like got like really, really deep. And she said, just for showing up, you always win for never giving up. And I was like, yes, like I was literally like such a hype girl in that moment. I was like, that is so powerful. I love that, Claire. Like you freaking go. 
And um, I don't know, I just like really gained a lot of respect for like that conversation with him. Um, I really liked that part, but then I feel like they debriefed again once she kind of was like standing there before the limos pulled up. I don't know. I felt like it was kind of a lot, but I did really enjoy kind of like seeing that side of her. Okay, then we see her. It is the night of. The men are about to pull up and we see her dress. What did we think? Honestly, wasn't the biggest fan. I feel like I'm being such a hater. <laughs> of this episode I promise I'm not I really do love Claire but I just like wasn't a fan of her dress she is gorgeous like she is beautiful but the dress it just like wasn't what I was expecting and I just feel like it just like wasn't doing it I feel like it was a lot it was like a bold move you know what not everyone could pull that off she did it well but I it just it wouldn't be the dress I picked for me or for her I'm sure she had lots of options like I would have liked to see what her other options were because I just like I don't know as you know what as long as she felt good like she was you could just tell she was like loving it and she was feeling good. So you know what? That is all that matters. I just, it, it wasn't the dress for me. It wasn't what I expected. Okay, now let's get into it. Let's get into the men. This is what I'm excited for. Honestly, when I, when I look at my list, when I sit back, I scroll through my notes, I feel like there wasn't a lot of standouts for me. There's a couple and we'll get there, but I don't know, like usually I'm like, I got, you know, a good roster of men I'm excited about to watch, but this season, I don't know. I really don't know. And maybe I just, maybe if the difference is, is that we didn't really get to know them. Like usually you would get the full kind of like spread of cameos of like what kind of like giving you that behind the scenes look on what they like where they're from what they do for a living like you know those little like um like promos at the beginning of usually the first episode maybe that's why because you kind of get a taste of them then and then they like get out of the limo and you're like oh yeah I'm excited. <laughs> I didn't have that. I had a couple, um, but I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm going to break it all down. We're going to chat about the guys. You might have to like pull up photos of them because I don't know if you're going to know who I'm talking about because I just feel like they didn't, not all of them left lasting impressions. So let's get into it. The first guy to get out of the limo. His name is Ben, 29. He is from California, so didn't have to travel far. I wrote monotoned, bad tie, and not the one for you, sis. So we're really starting things off on a good, good note. <laughs> Next, Riley, the attorney. He is 30. We love a good lawyer. He was the one that said guilty as charged to looking good when he um, walked up to Claire and I was like, oh, okay. Love the confidence. And I honestly like really liked him a lot. First impression, I was like, hmm, 
I think I really, really could be on board with this. The next guy, Zach C. He is an older man, 36. He was the one that was like, this is my first hug in six months. <laughs> he also said that he was happy they both didn't settle, which I was like, oh my gosh, how freaking cute. I literally wrote, OMG, love him. I just feel like love him, love his age, love how just like sweet he was to her. I don't know. He also is an addiction specialist um, who started a recovery program focused on helping people reintegrate back into the world after rehab. I mean, come on. How do you not love him? Next up, we have Jason, who is 31. He was the former um, NFL player. Honestly, we love a good athlete. There's actually a couple this season, which like gets me excited. Honestly, if I were to be the bachelorette, which like, do I think about, do I manifest? Do I think that maybe that's how I meet the love of my life? I mean, I'll be honest sometimes, <laughs> but I really think that a lot of the guys in my cast are gonna have to be athletes. It's just like kind of the type I've been into these days. So when Jason pulled up, he said he was a former football player. I was like, sold. He's the one for me anyway. <laughs> he also was really cute because he had the belly like, um, Claire did on her season of Juan Pablo. She like came out like she had a belly um, and acted as if she was pregnant, kind of just like throw him off um, on her season. So he kind of like played with that, which I thought was just like really fun, like a little like quirky thing to do. And overall, I thought he was um, really cute. Next up was Ivan. He's 28. I honestly don't really have a lot of notes for him other than looks nervous and is super, super awkward. Obviously, like you have to think that how nerve wracking it would be to be getting out of the limo, meeting someone you're about to obviously date very seriously. And you're also on national television. I'm sure that's like very nerve wracking, but he just like couldn't pull it together. And that was really my only notes for him. Next up, Kenny 39. He was the boy band manager. Honestly, I wrote down, yikes. <laughs> he was very confident. He was the one that had um, the shirt with her dogs on it, which I thought was like pretty funny. Um, and she was like kind of like rubbing up on him um, as if she was petting her dogs, which was kind of weird, kind of funny. I don't know. I had like mixed feelings on it, but yeah. There was a couple of guys I seriously had no notes for. I don't know. They just like had nothing good to say. I really had no opinion on them. So I am just kind of going to be highlighting um, ones that I actually like took note to and had something to say about. Um, the next one, Mike, 38. He was the first Canadian to step out of the limo. Um, he was the one that brought her sandals. What a sweet Canadian boy. I was, I was a fan. I thought that was such a cute gesture. Um, just to kind of like think think ahead. Obviously, he um, knows <laughs> that women can get very uncomfortable in heels. So he like thought ahead, bought her these like cute little sandals. And I just thought it was like so, so sweet. And he carried them around like throughout the night until she needed them. I don't know. I was I was a fan of this Canadian boy. <laughs> Okay, next up, Jeremy. He's 40. He was the banker. I'm remembering Jeremy now very, very clearly. He was a cutie. 
honestly, I have never met an ugly Jeremy. Not one. Not a single Jeremy I've ever met has not been physically attractive. Like, all Jeremys are cute. It's a hot name. He's a cutie. Um, I don't think he's the one for Claire, but I do enjoy looking at him and will look forward to continuing to look at him throughout the season. Next up, we have Tyler C. 27. Honestly, okay. I don't know that I can get on board with another Tyler C. that isn't Tyler Cameron because, I mean... Tyler Cameron speaks for himself like there will never be another Tyler C that can take over my heart <laughs> and soul and everything the way Tyler Cameron did so it's a no for me based on the name but he is a lawyer he was the one that pulled up in the station wagon um he was cute I felt like he was really like genuine he kind of had like that country boy southern um vibes to him he had a bit of a little accent and I wrote that he had really really nice teeth so look out for Tyler C. He was also the one that like sounded so much like Matthew McConaughey and it was a little trippy honestly. My mom looked at me and she was like holy crap his voice is like Matthew McConaughey and I was like whoa that's crazy. So overall I liked him. I just can't be getting on board with calling him Tyler C. So we're gonna really have to figure that out. <laughs> Next up out of the limo was Bennett. He is 36 from New York and he is the wealth management consultant. And reading that, I was like, like just straight money. Like this guy's got the dough and he's from New York City. He literally has like a rich name. He just has like the whole money vibes. <laughs> going on is kind of like what I wrote down about him. My mom literally says, um, wear his socks because he wasn't wearing socks with his shoes, which is like obviously kind of like the trend now. But my mom was just like shook and was very bothered by that. So I thought that was kind of funny, but we will have to see kind of what happens with him. Okay, next up, Blake, 29 from Hamilton, Ontario, another true Canadian boy. Okay, guys, I, this is it. This is it for me. This is my man. So if he doesn't end up with Claire, he needs to end up with me. <laughs> I literally like was obsessed with him from like just his vibe. The minute he came out of the limo, I literally wrote, finally, I love him. I love his vibe. I'm coming for him if he is not picked. <laughs> He's like a hometown boy, you know, not that I'm from Hamilton, but I do, I'm from Ontario, so I'm close, close to home. Wow. I FaceTimed Cass, my friend, um, and we were just like debriefing and she was like, I know who your favorite is already. And I was like, yeah. And it's actually crazy because physically he's not my type at all, but like just his vibe is so my type. It's so on brand. Anyways. Big fan of Blake, also a hot name, good age, 29. Maybe not a good age for her, but a good age for me. So I'm a fan. I will be watching attentively to Blake. <laughs> Next up, we have AJ. He is 28. He told her, this is the one that told her that she was blinding because she her dress was like so like sparkly and like almost kind of looked like a disco ball kind of. So he said that she was blinding. 
I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Like, that can be taken both ways. It's not necessarily a great thing. It could be, like, a bad thing, I think. I don't know. I found he was kind of awkward, kind of a weirdo. You could really tell he was um, for sure nervous. Next up, we have Robbie. This, <laughs> literally, all I wrote was, wow, is all I can say. He's 31. He's an insurance broker from Tampa. And, whoo, I could really go on a hot vacay to see Robbie. <laughs> Um, he literally said to her, I can't wait to spend some more time with you. I got chills when he said that. It was in that moment I realized it is not what a boy says to you. It is who is saying it to you. Like, that's just honestly the way it is sometimes. And maybe that's like horrible to say. But in this moment, I was like, he said something so simple to her. I can't wait to spend some time with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would pay for him to say that to me. Anyways, I'm, I'm a big fan of Robbie. I said at the beginning that there wasn't a lot of standouts. And now I read my notes and I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm excited about all of these guys. Anyways, next up we have Easy. This was the guy in the pink suit. Um, he's 29. I've seen a lot of people have been like comparing his pink suit to um, the salmon colored suit that so many of the guys last season shared, um, if you are like familiar with the other seasons. But on Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette, there was this like salmon color suit that a bunch of the guys circulated. They kind of talked like and joked because you obviously only can pack so much when you are being casted and going away on the show so they would like circulate their clothes and the guys picked this salmon colored suit last season like Tyler C wore it Jed Dylan Connor um all circulated the suit so people are just online are comparing it to that same situation I thought easy was super charming funny I feel like overall he's gonna be really good TV I think he's going to probably go pretty far in the season and I'm excited to see how that plays out okay these next couple I don't really have a lot of notes on them but you might remember them just from like their weird entrances I don't know I always go back and forth on like I feel like you want to stand out in some way, but some people take it way too far. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that is how I felt about this next guy, Jay, who is 29. He was the guy in the straight jacket. And I was like, yeah, this is um, interesting. Interesting entrance for sure. Um, I thought it was super weird. Then Chasen, he was the guy in like the knight in shining armor. I love the name Chasen. Um, I don't know. I just really, really like that name. And, but again, like coming all dressed up, I don't know. There was also the guy that came in. I don't remember his name. Um, in the big bubble. I thought it was creative. No one's ever done that before. Um, so I thought it was like cute. But again, like, I feel like you can just have a normal entrance, just show some kind of your personality, just be like genuine. You don't need to like go to the extreme. I don't know. Some guys think they do. But I think a lot of that's like the produced show and they kind of like get you to do these things. But I don't know. I often think like what my entrance would be if I was on the show and it definitely um, I would not be wearing a costume. I'll tell you that. Next, Brandon, who is 28. He was the real estate agent. 
Um, he was tall. I thought he was cute. He's from Ohio. Um, he was the only guy to kiss her on the cheek, which I thought was like really sweet. Very like genuine. I got genuine vibes from him. Then enters Dale, who is 31. He's also a former football guy. He seemed super nervous. Um, but this is the guy that a lot of the speculation has been about that Claire has previously talked to um, during quarantine. Now, obviously, this is all still speculation. Nothing has been um, confirmed. Nothing's been denied. But I think we can all agree from the time he walked out and stepped out of that limo, there was a vibe that there's something not being told about this story. Like, you could tell, I feel like they already knew each other. Um, and then she literally, like, he walks away and she says, I just feel like I met my husband. You could just tell, like, their vibe was, and their, like, connection was just, like, a lot deeper than you would just be if you just met someone. Like, you, I feel like there's history there, and I'm excited to see exactly how that unplays in the storyline. Um, and then she literally, like, freaks out and was like, Chris Harrison comes out because she just, like, can't pull her shit together. Um, which was just, like, interesting to see. I feel like that would maybe normally be, like, an edited out part, but they really just kept it in. So you obviously know that's going to be a big part of the storyline. Um, because I feel like a lot of, um, leads have went on the record before to say that, like, you normally know, um, at least within, like, the first night, the first couple of days, who your top, um, contenders <laughs> will be um so interesting that they showed that part of her being like I think I just met my husband and it was like she didn't even want to continue the season at that point like you had this moment of watching her and she almost like forgot she still had guys to meet like she was like okay can't wait to go inside like let's get this night going and he was like whoa 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 Claire you still have a couple more guys to meet so interesting to see that I I don't know where this is gonna go but I'm excited because I know this is where the drama is gonna be with Dale. All right the last couple guys Paige who is 37 he's from Austin Texas my only note here is that I'd never seen a guy with my name before I know it can be used for both genders but I don't know I just thought that was kind of cool. The final guy I wrote down was Tyler S. He made a comment um, that I wrote down about showing up which I thought was like a really cute kind of like tie-in and connection um, kind of going back to what she said at the beginning of the episode, how proud she was of herself for just continuing to show up and never give up in her pursuit for love. And so I thought it was like a really cute little connection I wrote down. But that is my breakdown of all of the guys. What a season it is going to be. I will tell you that. I also took a couple notes on kind of just like the rest of the episode. I found this was a weird episode in the sense that the beginning felt a bit dry for me and then there were moments as um, <laughs> as you'll see me getting like excited about certain guys and then excited about the season and then I honestly didn't really feel like that much went on. There was a little bit of drama during the like first like 
cocktail party where one of the guys brought up that he knew one of the other guys. I literally like can't even tell you what two guys these were because at this point it's like so not irrelevant. It's night one and you're bringing up drama. Like, have you watched the show before? Like, seriously, do some homework. You don't create drama on night one. Anyways, um, one of the guys was upset because he knew another one of the contestants was, like, DMing girls from his hometown while in COVID, like, during quarantine. And I'm like, honestly, I didn't really think it was that big of an issue. The guys didn't even know if they were going to be returning, if the season was even going to be happening. So I don't think it's, like uncommon to be dming girls well you don't even know if you're still going to be put on the show like you're just supposed to stop looking for love like i don't know i kind of thought that whole piece of drama was weird and like if it's really that big of an issue i don't know it just felt weird to me just not something you bring up on night one like tips people if you need tips on what to do and what not to do on the bachelor it is not to cause drama especially on night one like keep it together keep it together i feel like it's funny because usually when um the girls are the contestants and they're like fighting for the bachelor um it's they kind of like crumble night one I feel like there's always like a little bit of petty drama with the girls but not usually the guys so I was like wow this is um this is interesting for sure maybe they're just like trying to create some entertainment because they've been in their homes for way too long um anyways moving on from that because I just feel like it wasn't even exciting or relevant but one thing she said throughout the night that I was like Claire I love you. You are so, so wise. She said that every guy comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I was like, wow. Like, I just, like, it's been night one, and I've had, like, multiple times where I sat back and I was like, Claire, like, yes, girl, yes, coming at us with the wise words. Like, I'm gonna have to, like, write a whole book of quotes by her. She is, she's good. She's gonna be such a good lead. I'm excited. She's, like, feisty and independent and wise. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm a fan. Moving on, what else did I write about this episode? Um, oh my gosh, her one-on-one with my boy Blake. I was just like, it confirmed it. I was like, okay, Blake, I'm obsessed with you. Just constantly showing how good of a guy he is. He reached out to her um, when they were in isolation before the show started, like, <sighs> to make sure she was okay, which makes me not okay. And just like, I would pick him. Honestly, right away, I'd be like, it's you. It is you. Oh, like he literally risked risked it all. Like went against the contract and what they were allowed to do. And she said he, that he was the only guy to reach out, which I'll, I'll go back to that. But then he kissed her. He was the first one to kiss her. Anyways, I was unwell watching and I will continue to be a Blake fan. So excited to see how that plays out. Here's my thing, and this is kind of one of my points because I've seen a lot of speculation that her and Dale were in communication while they're in isolation. But on the show, she says that Blake was the only one to reach out. 
So everyone's saying, oh, then her and Dale couldn't have talked before. Here's what I propose. She reached out to Dale. Dale didn't reach out to her. She reached out to him. Like, people are missing that. I'm, like, reading comments online. And people are like, so they didn't because she said only Blake reached out. And I'm like, no, no, no. She probably reached out to him. That's my <laughs> that is what I think happened. But I mean, could be wrong. But don't tell me that her and Dale don't have an unusual, like extra deeper connection than you would just have when you met someone for the first time. Like even their one-on-one -on -one time together and then he got the rose and she was like, I just want to keep talking to you. Like I can't get enough. And yeah. I don't know, he kind of felt like, I don't know, I was like, is he into it? <laughs> just because she was like so excited about him. Um, I do, I do think he's into her. I just, um, they definitely talk. There's no way, in my opinion. So I'm excited. That's kind of honestly all that happened. That's all I really took care to write down anyway. Um, then we kind of saw, again, like the night kind of just went on in a weird way. I feel like they tried to play it up like Blake was going to get the first impression rose and then Dale obviously got it. Like, not shocking. Um, and then they had the rose ceremony, some randoms left, obviously. I always find it so entertaining to watch the people that leave on night one, like their post breakup, I guess, interview as they are like leaving the mansion, I guess in this case, the resort, um, just how like devastated and taken back they were. Like it's night one and obviously I've never, like no judgment here. I've never been in this situation. I'm so emotional. I would definitely probably cry and look like a train wreck, but I don't know. I just think it's like so funny when they're just like so hurt and I'm like, she doesn't know you. Like, it's so surface level at that point. Like walk up with your head held high. I really hope if I left night one, I would like totally rock the outro. Um, because like no one knows you just like go out with a bang. Just act as confident as you were when you came in. That's my opinion. Obviously I would probably cry my way out. <laughs> But I don't know, I just think it's like so entertaining to watch how upset they are the first couple weeks to leave. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed kind of my breakdown of the men of the first um, episode. Then they showed us kind of like what is to come for this season. Some definite teasers that make you think that she picks Dale and that she perhaps walks away from the season. They kind of tease about bringing in a new bachelorette and there's been like obviously speculation that it's Tia. I've also heard that it's Becca. I've also heard that there's like a panel of bachelorettes they bring in. Like there's just so much we don't know yet and I'm like dying to know. One thing I thought that um that it would kind of be like wrapped up in the first couple weeks of Claire's situation anyway, but it looks like we get pretty deep into this season. Um, one of the comments was made that the last 15 guys would just walk out. So we're obviously going to see um, some normal episodes, I think before some like real drama as far as like if Claire decides she's gonna like run off with Dale, I don't know, that's definitely what it looks like 
happens, but we will see. It looks like she full-on quits the show. Will she get a replacement? Will the guys be sent home empty-handed without love? We'll be tuning in to see because I cannot wait just to see how this all unravels. There's been like probably the most amount of like rumors and speculations about a season before the season's even started. So I'm super pumped to tune in to keep watching. I want to hear what you guys think of the guys. Are your favorites some of my favorites? Who are you cheering on? Um, and like, what's the reason you're tuning in every week, I guess? I know mine is Blake, but that's been obvious throughout this entire episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Honestly, your support on the podcast means the world. I know this is a bit off brand. This is not a Bachelor podcast. I will not be recapping the episodes every week, but I just wanted to break down the guys so far. I'll keep you guys updated on what I think here and there. Maybe I'll make an episode once the season's over. Maybe I'll bring on some of my friends. Ooh, juicy that might be good. Um, just, just spitting out ideas. I don't know, but, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this different episode this week. I loved chatting with you today and I cannot wait to chat with you again, right back here next Monday. Get ready for it. Get excited. And I will see you guys then. (laughs) 